This is why I took a moment to do the psychic shield practice because I do encourage you, if you have a special interest in ghosts, as most people refer to them and I do as well at times, you may seek out opportunities to communicate with them. Now, I did go over my experience that I had. I was about seven when it happened with, you know, the first ghost entity I've encountered. And I was not shielded. I was not shielded from anything. I didn't know anything about boundaries. And because we are not taught as children to put boundaries up other than being in the world and having to do our own self-protection. I believe it's actually that ego that develops along the way of stepping in and saying, okay, clearly this is how we have to be in the world. We do need walls up. Here is where I stand. Here is where you stand. And it gets us through. It's our responsibility later to redefine where we want those boundaries to be. If I had known about this particular ghost and if I had known anything about protecting myself from it, I would have probably. I I mean, maybe if I'd been given those tools... I would have shut everything down right away instead of shutting it down through wounding um, and then having to heal the wounding later. That's a possibility. We don't know. We can't go back in time and do that. But that's an example of, yes, I can see doing that for myself now. In my later encounters, I did not need that shielding. I had enough self-definition. Thank you, ego. (laughs) I had enough experience in the world to say, to not have a shield up and just say, hey, you know what? You're not allowed in my space. I'm going to ask you to leave. There were, there have been instances where there is something that I want there. For example, my grandfather, I was not able to attend his funeral and maybe he would have come to me anyway, but he came to me and I wish I knew then to open myself and receive the communication that he may have had for me. But instead, 
I was protected with a shield I didn't know how to use. I just had the armor up. The armor was up. If something strong came through, which he very much was, he was a very, he had a very powerful presence as in living, and it was no different <laughs> from his passing, but then he did fully pass, as I've said before. Ghosts, to me, are not the soul of the person. In my grandfather's instance, I, I kind of think that that was, and that is something that I can get in touch with again, that you can as well, if you have people who have passed who you want to get in touch with, that is still a timeless space. And so perhaps we can contact the part of them that is in that soul form to come and communicate with us. Or perhaps it's not a soul. Maybe that's not the right word for that. Maybe it's like this little, um, <laughs> like a text message, like you're sending this thing through the air and it reaches somebody. So maybe the soul is in a different place, but that soul can still communicate through this bubble entity thing to you. And that's how we call, I don't know if you're a medium, tell me, contact me. We will talk about it. Everyone has their way, though. So that's my way of thinking about it. So if you do want to contact entities, communicate with energies that are powerful enough to have their own self-definition in that way, this it could either be um, you know, that second level of Wait, was it the second level? Yes, the second level of thought forms where there's that holding pattern. If that's the way you want to see it, great. Um, if not, great. <laughs> you can invite the entity to enter your mental awareness by saying something like, I ask my grandfather to kindly enter my awareness and communicate with me. Relax and allow that entity to make its presence known. And if it doesn't make itself known, repeat the request. If after a few requests, it doesn't make itself known to you, just say, um, well, I don't know. <laughs> Say, you know, I'm sending you love maybe if it's like your grandfather or say whatever you, whatever you wish. I'm not going to tell you what to say, but just say, hey, you know, leaving you a voicemail, something like that. And if it has made itself known and you're saying goodbye, then say thank you for visiting me. Or if you want to in, have an open invite, say, please make your presence known anytime you wish. And then open your eyes and you 
don't have to be timid about it, but if you are going into communicating with an entity that you do not have some familiar familiarity with in life. All right, I'm not going to try to say that word again. Um, then I would just say have your shield up and trust in that shield. However you want to go about it. Again, even if you don't have your shield up, this goes back to the the fourth episode you are powerful enough you are in the body you are the material being you can say I don't want you here and you can leave or you can make it leave as an example oh boy okay as an example My daughter is technically adopted. Her birth mother passed when she was very young. And I did feel the birth mother around me. I cannot believe I'm talking about this. Um, and... I understood, of course I did, but there, it came to the point that I didn't want to feel like she was looking over my shoulder. What I did in that instance is I sat down and I said, you know, I understand you want to see her. You can do that, but this is my home. I need to be able to walk into her room without feeling you there. I need to be able to know that she doesn't have an energy looming over her because she was actually telling me that she could feel something And I listened to that because clearly I did as well. And I said, you chose to leave. She did take her own life. Um, I am not judging people who take their own life as somebody who has also experienced suicidal thoughts. I do not judge that at all. However... (laughs) It is a choice. As somebody who did not make that choice, I was very stern with her. I said, you did choose to leave. And you, as a result, you need to give her space to have a mother and me space to be a mother. Okay. So maybe you would (laughs) present yourself differently in that circumstance. Um, But I am a mama bear. And I like my space. And I make that known. Um, Also, I will say 
be careful if you don't want energies or entities or whatever you want to call them ghosts in your space be careful about what you what physical items you put in your space as an example she had boxes in my space that I was not aware of they were storage that we thought was something else but it was actually stuff that she had collected over time so what I did um, since no one else was going to deal <laughs> with the boxes, which I understand that that would be emotionally taxing. I was still fairly irritated that it was left to me to deal with it. But I realized that I did have to in order to get the energy unstuck and have some release. So... I don't know if it's appropriate to tell you the stuff that she did hold on to, but what I did is I went to open the boxes. I said, I am going to treat your things with respect and keep only the things that I think my daughter will want to look at as she grows up. And I want to share this mothering responsibility with you okay I'm just gonna cry I guess (laughs) um so if there is something that you want to tell me that you want to communicate with me about being her mother see I don't know if I should suggest this but I have enough faith in myself to have done it myself and so that's why I'm telling you it can be done I actually said, merge the parts with me that you would have wanted to bring into being in your life if you had not chosen to leave. And that night, I had a very interesting dream (laughs) where I was with her and we were... we were sharing information. I don't know how to say it. We weren't speaking. It was like we were touching each other's spirit bodies and communicating in some sort of way. I have not read about this. (laughs) I did not expect it to happen when I was kind of, you know, doing this from a more like irritated, like, okay, you know, this is my space. I need to be able to do things without having this weird, you know, it's just strange to have something there with you that is, maybe I would have heard messages from her if I'd been more open, but I wasn't, I wanted my space. I'm the one who's living. (laughs) I this I wanted to have that autonomy and sovereignty, but I also respect the fact that she did conceive in wanting to be a mother. Did she follow through? Perhaps in some way through me, she has, is how I'd like to think about that. Okay. 
I need to end it there because that was pretty emotionally charged for me to share with you. And I'm also kind of nervous to have anyone who knows me listen to that and know who I'm talking about. For example, my husband. um, I'm hoping he doesn't listen to this. Okay. I will leave you with that. It is... powerful work if you want to do it if you are called to do it that's great I do accept that I have an openness in that way a natural openness that perhaps I do not appreciate as much as some of these other skills I do not feel even though it is something I'm open to I mean by that apparently my there's a part of me that is open to it and perhaps I will one day be more consciously open to it and say okay that is the type of work I want to do but for right now I would prefer <laughs> to communicate with animals and with other things rather than ghosts but if it does interest you there's some examples and some tips and I would advise you to use the psychic shield if it's an instance where you are staying at a haunted house and you want to check out what's there there are some things out there that are holding patterns that have stayed holding power holding patterns because Um, They are powerfully, again, I don't want to use the word negative, but they're confused, they're hurt, they're angry, maybe they're scared, or maybe they just did not have enough time to play on this planet and they were taken early and they want to play and they think it's funny because I was actually thinking the other day when it comes to child ghosts, I mean... My siblings know that I would be around every corner playing pranks and doing weird stuff and be pretty devious and have a laugh because I was kind of a prankster growing up. I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry to my siblings for being that way. I felt it was my right as the oldest to make sure that they were, um, I don't know. I just did it. That's how I was. I was also very gentle in other ways, but there was this uh, edgy part of me that that does enjoy um, being a bit of a prankster. I don't know what that is, but it is part of me. I like that part. It's useful sometimes, Um, and it's helped me gain compassion for those playful things that... Yes, I would get spooked by them being in a body and having those pranks played on me because spirit knows people have been playing pranks on me since they, since I'm a prankster. I'm like, ugh, I don't really appreciate it as much in the other direction. We never do, right? Um, it's always fun when you're in one direction and not the other. Okay, I'm going to end it there. Be careful be diligent, be intentional, and have compassion. First and foremost, have compassion, whatever it is you encounter.
and it's okay to be your human self and feel how you feel about it. Signing off. Thank you.